Welcome to Storytime with Charlie. This is of how I made a company an extra $12 million a year by reducing Facebook ad spend. I know, that sounds crazy, but we're going to get down to the bottom of it. And I really want to tell you this is super fun and a very important lesson that I learned really kind of the hard way. And it was super exciting and fundamentally changed the way that I really focused on buying media on Facebook. But we're going to get down to it again. How I made a company an extra $12 million a year by pulling back on Facebook ads. All right. So by the way, if you like this story, if you like any other them, do not be shy. You can go ahead and hit subscribe. Tell your friends, comment below if you have any questions, and I'll be glad to help you out. Let's get to it. So first things first, let me tell you about day one and what I really walked into. This was a company that was regularly doing, let's just say this, they had a seven-figure-a-month profit target, five million unique visitors a month on a subscription information software product. So they were doing really, really well. And honestly, over 90% of their traffic came from SEO, but they were really, really beholden to Google. And that was a real big problem because every time Google made an algorithm change, which they're apt to do, I mean, Facebook's paid media algorithm basically hasn't changed since 2016. Google changes at the drop of a hat like five times a year, 10 times a year. Who knows? It's crazy. So they realized that they were beholden to this beast that they were doing very well at, but at any day, it could just turn off the spigot. And then they would have no control over the future growth of their company. So they brought me in to really understand their entire paid media approach. And we'd started to really dive in. And we got things going. And I'll tell you this, our daily budget, right out of the gate, went from like a couple thousand to like five to 10 to 30, to $50,000 a day. Now, that sounds insane, I know. Now let me tell you something that's even more insane. That happened on basically two campaigns with basically five or six moving parts because anything more complicated than that would never have allowed us to get to that high level of spend. We're trying to massively scale a brand. The more moving parts you have, the more difficult it is to actually generally push things forward. Because the more complicated something is, the harder it is to manage, right? If you have a piece, if you have this machine with three moving parts, it's really easy to fix. If you have a machine with 300 moving parts, it's gonna cost a fortune just to find somebody that knows how to fix it. And you know, so that's a really core principle about when people are trying to decide what problems they want to have, which is a luxury we have inside of Facebook. You get to choose your problems because it is a machine learning platform and we get to decide what problems as a business we want to address. Do you want to today try to make Facebook look good and ultimately limit yourself to how well you can do? Or do you want to focus on Facebook being something that feeds a good business model where you can then push forward because you're not concerned about the Facebook level platform metrics. You're concerned about directional improvement and incrementality to a successful business. Now, if you are concerned about making Facebook look good, then, hey, look, this is gonna be a fun thing for you to listen to, but I don't know how much you're gonna really get out of it. If instead you are interested in really developing a business model that is built around growth, profit, and overall knowledge and data and your success and happiness, well then, Check this thing out, because there's a lot in here for you. So, big things I wanna cover in this is three pieces. First off, 
How did we get to 30 or $50,000 a day? Well, the core element of that was creative testing. We worked around very simple messaging and very simple creative. We tried to handle one very simple problem that we knew that we could do well. We also understood what our numbers were. Now, what that meant was it how understanding how much it cost us to acquire a customer. And we bought to the LTV, the lifetime value of that customer. Now remember, if you want to really try to build a brand and grow a business, you cannot live and die by one purchase. Some companies can. Look, some companies can do that. And it's because they have massive margins. But generally speaking, most businesses that really succeed do not rely on that first purchase, right? They, when we're talking about paid media, especially, it's an acquisition cost. That's an acquisition of a customer that's going to have a lifetime value. It's not, does it cost me 20 bucks to sell something for 30? It's, does it cost me 20 bucks to give somebody an initial purchase of 30, knowing that over the next year, six months, two years, 10 years, whatever, they're going to be worth X, Y, and Z. If you can start to understand the lifetime value of your customer, you can start to run your Facebook media to understanding that value. So that was one of the big, big gains. Now the person running the ad account before me was actually a student of mine, really good dude, solid. He's on Twitter. You can check him out. I'm not going to call him out here, but he had done them well at like 1500, three grand, five grand. And they were basically doing like lead gen efforts and like upper funnel metrics and registrations and all of this stuff, which made sense because they understand the value of a registration was like a buck 50 or two bucks. Now, the number one biggest game changer right away to get to that massive scale was creative testing to get our ads together so that we understood what the simple messaging was that was going to appeal to the broadest amount of people that had a long value with the companies. Their lifetime value was very high because they were couldn't be with the company for a long time. So we understood what that customer was and we understood what is the first thing we need to do is determine what is the messaging that's going to get this customer acquired. The number one thing is a land grab against these good customers. So anyway, we did that. We understood what that was. We did a lot of creative testing. We basically hit the home run with some ads that didn't look great, but they 100% did the job. Next thing was we knew our numbers. And this is a fundamental piece. If anybody asks me, what's the biggest skill that you need to learn to truly run Facebook ads well, it's learn Excel and then learn business math. That is fundamental to success. I don't know very many ultra high end, super successful, Facebook disruptors, or any brand, honestly, in the five, six figure a day spend level. And mind you, I've spent seven figures a day. I don't know anybody in that space that is not good at Excel. Like they won't use numbers. They'll have Google Sheets, but they're awesome at Excel and they know business math. So remember I said, it's not about the cost to acquire the customer because it's not about the sale on that customer. It's the lifetime value of that customer. Now that's a really big thing because what this meant was instead of spending 3,000 or 5,000 a day to get a customer to basically pay like 35 bucks, we understood that that customer's lifetime value was closer to about a buck to a buck 50, right? A hundred to $150. So taking into our margins and costs of, and costs of goods, basically being operating costs, 
we said we need basically a 2x on lifetime value in order to acquire this customer efficiently. Now what this meant was where they were struggling to get a registration for like two bucks because the customer is worth about 25 or 30. We could now buy to a lifetime value of 50 to $75. Now, I don't know about you, but for me, when I know that I can spend 60 to $70 to acquire a customer instead of 15, I know that I can spend a shit ton more. And that's what we did. That immediately got us from about the 5,000 range to the 20,000 range. And you know what happened? We actually made a couple extra sales in those things because we could get a CPA that was four times worse. If we got any sales, it was incremental. So we would add spend. Because remember, the way you scale a brand, the way you scale your spend is by building in headroom against your cost per acquisition target. If your cost per acquisition target is 60 bucks and your average cost is coming in at 45, well, you can double your, you can, you know, raise your spend by like 50%. And if you don't get a single extra sale, you still hit your CPA target. So go nuts. Now we did get extra spend and and extra sales. And basically what happened in about 30 days is we went from $5,000 to mid thirties. And then we had it, we started to get to the point where this is getting pretty good. And we started to hit that wall of exactly how good we could get with the ads that we had. So once we established this, we got to point number three, which was pushing the efficiency of our acquisition efforts. That is the biggest key that almost every single marketer that I talk to fundamentally misunderstands. They think, hey, any sale I can make for $25 is good. I'm going to spend as much as possible at 25 bucks. No, what you need to do if $25 is good is get it to 15. That way you can spend twice as much money, right? You don't try to just get to your goal and then abuse it. You wildly beat that goal and then you can hedge your bet against what, how much more money can I spend without getting a single extra conversion and it's still good money. That's the hack. That's what most marketers don't understand and is fundamental to success. So all of that being said, what we need to get to here um, is how we started to deal with that. Now, what we ultimately did is we went back to the drawing board on creative testing. And we started to really see who responded because a Facebook buyer was a little bit different than other buyers, right? Their LTV was a little bit different. Their, their conversion rate was a little different, which makes sense, right? When somebody's coming through SEO, they're coming through with a very different level of intent and knowledge about the brand than somebody that's just coming in on social. So we redefined what that person was. And we also, because that person looked and felt a little bit different, the pain points that we wanted to address inside of our creative testing looked and felt a little bit different. Now, the beauty of this was that it was really easy to start testing because our scale was massive. So what we started to do was we started to push for efficiency. And we basically made 30-day goals to reduce the cost of acquisition. So we were coming in around 65. We got it down to like 45, 50, 55 bucks. Now what that meant was we went from 35,000 a day to like 40, 45, 50,000 a day because 50,000 a day when you're coming in at like a $45, when you're coming in at $45, a cost per acquisition at like a 35, 40K, when you add 20%, that $45 can get 20% worse. And even if you don't get any extra sales, you're still below your target cost of acquisition. 
Remember, we're talking about massive scale by an extraordinarily simplified marketing effort because we understood the only fucking number that mattered. The cost per acquisition based against the LTV. Now, that's how we got to $50,000 a day. I mean, honestly, we were hitting million dollar a month run rates, million and a half, $2 million a month Facebook media spend run rates. And it was all broad. That's it. No lookalikes, no interest groups, no retargeting, because you can't scale a brand when you start to rely on those things. There's a certain point where you can no longer rely on trying to get the short win hack that makes Facebook look good, but ultimately cripples your business. Because remember, the more that you rely on retargeting to prop up your Facebook media numbers, the less you're able to go out and acquire new people. So that's a very important thing. Now, there's some tactics that get you from $100 a day to $1,000. There's other ones that get you from $1,000 to $5. There's other ones that get you from $5 to $50. And I've done that several times. Uh, I even got a brand from $50K a month to a million a day. That was a television brand, and honestly, making money was not our objective, which is crazy. Uh, but remember, when you're trying to uh, go against interest groups, that there are other people out there like me where they could just throw all of that money into a dumpster and set it on fire, and you're just going to try to compete with me on cost of inventory. You're going to lose. And that's another reason why interest groups are trash. Anyway, getting back to the point. Remember I said I saved the company a million dollars a month, $12 million a year by reducing spend. So here's what we did. We started to define monthly cost per acquisition targets. Every single effort we did was to maintain efficient, was to maintain volume at a greater efficiency. So what this ended up doing was we took it down from like a $60 acquisition to like a 50 to a 35 to like a 40 to like a 35 to a 30 to a 25 to a 20. And what we were doing was we were setting in automated rules to turn ads off that were not effective for us. And we were doing control campaigns with creative testing. We were running basically two or three campaigns. That was it. Right, we had maybe 10 total moving parts in the entire ad account because success was our objective, not our ego. And that's a big, big change in, in, in scope for a lot of folks that think that you need a whole lot of things to, for Facebook to work. If you're trying to make Facebook look good, what will suffer is the success of the business. And that is something you must understand. What most people that run Facebook ad agencies are completely ignorant to because they never had to do it. Um, but one of the reasons people hire me is because I've done it year after year, time and time again. Um, anyway, getting to the point. What we did was we said, great, our cost per acquisition right now is 50 bucks. So what we're going to do is we're going to creative test to find anything that comes in under 45. Any ad at broad that comes in under 25 is good for us. So when we had three or four ads going, one might be, you know, their average cost might be ranging from 46 to $55. And those 55 ones are good because they're taking some of the spend. So 46 ones are actually that efficient. Because remember, you know, there's no such thing as a good ad or your best ad, but you have our better or worse ads at scale. So all we needed to do is say, well, this ad is focusing on this pain point that's costing 55 bucks. Let's get an, another version of that exact pain point and come in at 40, 45. Simple enough. 
So we just tested that and the entire purpose of that month's testing was to find a way of getting that 55 unit down to 45 or 40. Now what that did was when we dropped into our control campaign is we removed the $55 ad, dropped in a $45 ad and our cost per acquisition went from 50 bucks to like 47. And also what happened is we started to train the Facebook algorithm to understand what a cheaper and cheaper, more efficient customer looked like. We also did some other fun little hacks. Like we ultimately did introduce a little bit of some lookalikes in there to, to try those things out. They never actually worked out at scale as being very meaningful, but they were small pieces of the puzzle. We did some cost cap stuff in there, again, to try to find little edges and things, but I'll tell you, all of those efforts eventually got turned off because broad is the only audience you need on Facebook. If you can win it broad, everything else is a waste of your fucking time. So anyway, we would repeat this process month after month. We'd also use automated rules to basically say like, hey, if, if this ad is just coming in above what we're willing to accept, see our target cost is 40 bucks and this ad is coming in at 50, it's just unacceptable. So we would remove the bad choice. Now what you're hearing me say, or what you're not hearing me say, but I really want you to pick up on is, we didn't say, well, this ad's coming in at a 38, let's just isolate that and spend everything against it. Because our objective was not to destroy the progress that we had. We understood that Facebook was picking up what we were doing and our objective was to not destroy all of our work and set it on fire by fundamentally misunderstanding how Facebook operates. And anybody that tells you to optimize your campaign by removing things that, by, by just basically isolating the best piece, whether it's go to only Instagram ads or take this one ad that's getting a better CPA but it's at a lower spend so just spike it up. Or like, well, lookalike audiences are working great. Why do I need that? Why do I need broad? Because lookalike's only spending 20% of your budget and it's way more efficient because you're not asking to do nearly as much work. And as soon as you ask to do more work, they add the budget to the estimated action rate goes to absolute shit and the entire ad account goes down. And you're like, well, how can you run ads for more than four days? We I was running these ads for months. Quite literally, some of the ads ran for over a year and they got better. They got better with time because we trained the algorithm to understand what success looked like. Now, Long story short, to wrap this thing up, we ended up getting that cost per acquisition from mid-60s to about 12 bucks. Yeah. Now, the lifetime value of that customer got a little bit worse. Went from like 100 to 150 to like 85, 120. We lost a little bit, but we were hitting so much scale, it didn't matter. Now, here's the big move. This is the big swing in London Royal in the because we had basically cut our cost by 80%, we cut our spend from 50,000 a day to 20,000 a day. And you're like, what the hell are you doing? Because I was getting a customer for 12 instead of 60, I could spend one, I could spend less than half of the budget and still get more customers. When you save somebody $30,000, $35,000 a day, that's a million dollars a month in profit. So when I had a target of just getting a seven-figure profit target every month, it was easy. Because all I had to do was break even on lower and lower spends while maintaining volume. That is a simple puzzle to solve for. And the outcome was ridiculous success. Anyway, that's the process. Now, if that was fun for you, I hope you enjoyed these things. I got two videos right here that YouTube says that you should maybe like. And with that, maybe subscribe over there. Until next story time, hi, my name is Charlie.
see you on the internet.